the word alone brings up deep and difficult emotions. Anger, shame, fear, sadness, regret. Say the word divorce aloud in church, and we instantly think of whomever we know whose life has been touched by divorce, our own, our parents, our siblings, or friends. We may recall all the condemnations we have heard about marriage being a holy sacrament, that it should never be broken, and all of the other harmful messages that churches have repeated through the ages. On a very human level, divorce is incredibly painful because it is all about fractured relationships, disappointed expectations, and broken hearts. Divorce carries social stigma and shame, and it affects generations to come. The Pharisees and disciples want to draw Jesus into joining them in parsing different interpretations of religious law about divorce. And we could join them by investigating ancient law about divorce, divorce in the Bible, and the dynamics of Jesus being tested by the Pharisees. But Jesus is more interested in redirecting the Pharisees, the disciples, and us back to the emotions and pain and relationships inherent in our common human condition. He focuses on people, on the complexity of the relationship between creator and humanity, between marriage partners, and he highlights the love of God for those who are on the fringes of humanity. For Mark, this includes calling out that every person marginalized by ritual, tradition, race, or gender, every person who has felt alone and left out, abandoned, every person will find their place in the kingdom of God. Jesus calls our attention back to the created order, not to idealize a particular relationship, but to remind us that to be human is to be in relationship and to be marginalized is to be alone. Being alone is not what God desires for us. Now, not everyone needs or wants to be married. That's fair. But none of us are created to be completely solitary. In the last 18 months, many of us experienced loneliness like never before in our lives. And if we didn't know it before, we know now in our deepest being that part of being human is needing interactions, needing relationship with other people. We need mutual love and support. We need to be remembered, accepted, part of a community. And we also know that human relationships are unpredictable, risky, and complicated. Relationships of any kind, romantic, friendship, parenting, are never simple. 
Jesus points us back to the most important and basic relationship, the one that will never abandon or shame us, our relationship with the God who creates us and loves us enough to come and be with us through all of life's ups and downs. For the past few weeks, we've been hearing stories in Mark that focus on those who are on the margins of society, vulnerable, without power or agency. And Jesus often uses little children as the ultimate symbol of these voiceless members of community. Jesus says that it is to such as these, the powerless, the voiceless, the forgotten, that the kingdom of God belongs and he lays his hands on them and blesses them. He lays his hands on the forgotten, the lonely, the outcast, the broken, and he blesses them. God's blessing acknowledges us as whole, worthy, loved and lovable human beings and reminds us that we are never alone. As followers of Jesus, we cannot leave others alone on the margins. We cannot ignore the pain and loneliness of those in our society, of, of those our society and our news cycle flutters by. Desperate families made refugees by war and violence, famine and drought, Indigenous women gone missing and uninvestigated. Indigenous children buried in unmarked graves at church-run schools. Human beings, creatures and creation made in God's holy image. Jesus shows us how to sit with and hear those who are dismissed and voiceless and how to use our power to refocus esoterical conversations on the human beings whose lives are most affected. He shows us how to be companions through uncertainty and loneliness in our lives, how human beings are created for relationships that nurture and support one another, and how God will never abandon us. In a few minutes after we pray for all humanity, we will come to God's table, a table where no one is turned away, no one is less, no one is invisible, a table where we are welcome, no matter how alone, frightened, regretful, angry we feel. And as we come to the table, see Christ's face in one another and see Christ reflected back at you. Come to be nourished and strengthened. Come and remember that in giving himself freely to death on the cross, Jesus triumphed over evil, opening the way of freedom and life for all.